This podcast is a conversation by Julie Benetti and Susan Barbro and is a production of VI Alliance Copyright 2019. And this chart-busting hit, Alone Leave Me, courtesy of New Threads, is available everywhere. As you know, traditionally, the director's cut appears on DVDs and gives you the inside scoop on the actors, the movie, and of course, the directorial process. EI Alliance, in association with Julie Benetti and Susan Barbaro, is the first to create the author's cut. For the first time ever, you get to hear the who, what, where, when, why, and how the authors came up with what they wrote directly from the authors. This is revolutionary action. Access to the creative energy and to the creative energy surrounding the authors. Please note these conversations for the author's cut occurred in 2015 after the authors published Energetic Invocations, a book of vibrational change. Back then, the original recordings were produced with an audio version of the book read by the authors as well. All copyrights and disclaimers of the book apply to these podcasts. So enjoy as the authors discuss discuss Energetic Invocations, a book of vibrational change, also known as the Blue Book of Energy, and Energetic Invocations series, a book of vibrational change, volumes 1 to 17, with Process This. Part 5, World. When do I measure time? This is Julie Benetti. This is Susan Bavaro. And it's about time! <laughs> we're at the, uh, we're, we're in the world. Yeah, we're here. We're here now, and we're looking at when do I measure time? And I, yeah, I know you're gonna say this so, is one of my favorite chapters. This is her no, favorite. my favorite section. This, and I know balance is yours or most of it or whatever. But this is this is a kind of cool element because, of course, time is man-made. All time is relative, and if you're not here and now, not to quote other people or any other genre of any other belief or understanding or anything, but really, if you're not being where you are at the moment that you're where you are, where are you being? <laughs> Wow. Did you get that? She <laughs> blew through. So Julie is very much science oriented. She's very much, you know, she, she really enjoys, and, I, and I've learned a lot from her on, on, on that regard. And the only thing I ever knew about time, no one can disagree with us. All there is, no matter what's going on in your life, whatever drama, issues, personal issues, work issues, health issues, whatever it is, right here and right this second is all there is right this second. And right this second, everything is okay. Everything is okay. I don't care what's going on. Right this second, if you just stop and just think of where you are right now, you could be sitting on a bus, you can be in a car, right this second, you are fine. And truth is, that's all there is, is right this immediate nanosecond. And if you're all right right now, then you can be okay. I don't care what's going on. That I get. And so the cool thing in relation to time being relative and all time existing at once and however you want to say the past, present, future and go into science, go into Einstein, go into that cool explanation about how Neville Goddard created health for people and with his imagination by utilizing time. I mean, time is a tool. 
Time is a pretty fun tool to utilize. And if you think about, we've done this sometimes, we've been in instances where we've been waiting or we've been trying to push time or make something advance happen or something like that. And whenever we're worrying or fearful or wondering or contemplating anything other than where we are, like you said, right in that moment, it's exhausting. And it seems like it's well, very prolonged. You can't do anything about the past. I mean, you can't do anything about the future. I mean, unless you play with time, but what you have completely is right this immediate moment. Once you really get the gist of that, then I think you can start playing with time and going back. If you go back to who I am and some of the things that you were told, some of the things that you cleared about beliefs you had, you can even be more powerful in, in contemplation. Go back to that point, almost see yourself traveling in time and you whisper in your as a child saying, you know what, don't worry about this. Right now it feels like it's overwhelming, but you're going to be okay. Having had children, I hear them telling me things that might come up in life and they think it's them. Oh my God, you don't understand this is happening to me. And I don't minimize the impact it has on them. But what I try to remind them is that's not personal. I mean, you could have this conversation with any child and therefore any adult that what's happened is if you take it personal, you lose it. And I, as a parent, can go back and say things to my kids to try to help them deal with whatever issues going on. And what I've learned, what kind of confirms what you're saying, Julie, is I healed a lot of myself because as I had to really focus on bringing myself to that space of where they were and the pain that they felt, which mm. was very real, I had to travel in my own time. And when I was that child who was bullied or made feel like I wasn't good enough, I didn't fit in or a teacher said something to me that made me feel horrible you know and sometimes you don't want to do it so you tell your kids leave you know stop it stop it and, and it's not because you don't love them it's because it's painful for you to go in that space mm -hmm. and I think one of the things that I did because I had so many issues my own issues that I went into that space and it helped me I think be a better parent you know and I think that speaks to exactly what you're saying about Neville Goddard I mean I did that because I had to try mm -hmm. I wanted to help whomever mm -hmm i was talking to and i really wanted to make a difference and, I, and the only way i could do it was to access where they were and of course i had to do it through my own childhood so is that something i believed i had to do have these crazy things happen so i could access it i don't know but in doing that i could now take that process and now do it in a different level to even go to other stuff that has relates to nobody else but me and go back in that time and try to heal myself and that is really cool that i never mm -hmm. thought about mm -hmm. until you really start talking about that that there is an immense power and you always know people get caught up in oh my god if I do it am I gonna lose myself or am I gonna have a demon that jumps into my nah. body all this garbage because I know at this point I know who I am so now let me go back and like wait a second what did I think that's a huge tool and yes time is so helpful to categorize events and emotions and things that occur and yet as a tool you can also utilize it not just to categorize but to move you ahead which is funny because you're just where you are but you're still moving yourself ahead from that it's such a valuable tool and it's your choice 
as to what you're going to stick with experiencing. If you stay in the past and consistently, that's kind of odd to think of. Well, I'm just experiencing my past So when you're right here. Or you worry about the future. My God, what am I going to do when I retire? Is that what you're doing right now, retiring? So isn't that fascinating what we just described and you described again with Neville going back in time mm-hmm. and healing yourself. That's all awesome, okay? And then I'm going to sit back and say, as we have said, what are we going to do with this? What are we going to do with all that we've worked through in the process or whatever? And you know what? If that's the case, that we can go back and help our younger, pained self, well, why can't we open the door to our future self to come in and tell us? What you're going through is okay. It will be fine. Because wherever you are, again, here you are. And whatever happened in your past, it could have been incredibly painful, but here you are. And right now, all is fine. All is well. So your future self can say, in that space of your future you being in the moment where all is well, can come back to when you're at a point where you feel, I don't know what I'm going to do. How am I going to get through this? This pain is overwhelming. Open up to sensing your future self in that space of everything right now is okay coming to you. And so as all time is relative, it just opens you up to understanding the question of the chapter. If you're really aware of when do I measure time, that's priceless. Hey Susan, what are you grateful for this year? Oh, I'm so grateful for so many things. I'm so grateful for just one. (laughs) All of the above. (laughs) We're not reading a story. Can we do it again? Susan, what are you grateful for this year? I'm grateful for my beautiful family. Oh, nice. And what about you, Julie? For that and the wonderful collaborations I get to partake in. That's awesome. How about you, Danny? I'm grateful that there's such a good variety of podcasts to listen to for any day, any mood. That's right, folks. Four podcast series. Are you listening to them all? Here's the list. The Kabbalion, A Conversation, Oprah, Can You Hear Me? Oprah versus Donald 2020, Ancient Texts, The Genealogy of Energy, and Let's Talk About Energy, Ours and Yours. You can find them anywhere you listen to podcasts. Any time of the year is a great time to have fun with trivia. Yet when it's the holiday season, get yourself some Christmas and holiday trivia. Go on over to Amazon and find ebook and books of 500 questions, Christmas and holiday trivia. By Julie Benetti. All you could wonder about the holiday season. Hi, this is Susan, and I have to say that doing podcasting was something new to me. I do talk a lot, but when we first started off, Julie and I sat down and decided that we were going to put it in audio. When you listen to it, here's the little nugget that you have to find, is I was eating potato chips. So listen for the squeaky chairs and potato chips. Then you'll know I was there. So remember, it's not only wine and cheese that we have at these affairs, it's potato chips. Spawn. Julie, you don't do trivia like everybody else. Oh, no. I started with the Christmas trivia book because I found all this really interesting Christmas content. And so I started making really fun questions. Stuff that nobody else has asked. But you didn't stop there. Nope. I'm working on Halloween, Samhain, and trivia on magic in Salem. And love trivia that's going to be a bit X-rated. You have another one. Yes. We worked on it together. The Kabbalion trivia. And anyone 
who's heard our podcast or read The Kabbalion by Three Initiates, you got to get this. It's an ebook. It's on Amazon. And you might end up thinking about The Kabbalion in ways that you would never have imagined. And that's the purpose of trivia because it works at your brain, mind, consciousness, and gets you in all types of cool energy to propel from. And isn't that what we like to do? It is. Part 5, World. How do I stay balanced in the real world? And we're talking about how to stay balanced in the real world in harmony. So this is my favorite chapter of the book. The world is about balance. And everything we're talking about is trying to strip you free of all the beliefs and thoughts that really kept you out of balance and to work towards achieving balance. And also being an acupuncturist, you know, everyone has different views. A balanced body, mind, and spirit is when yin and yang are in balance. I mean, we're constantly moving. So instead of beating ourselves up because we're out of balance, well, we're always going to be out of balance. We're never going to be completely imbalanced. Yin and yang are never completely imbalanced. They work into one another, but it's in those imbalances that we get to work out more of the kinks. So if I'm going to use the vision of the sun rising and setting and then the moon coming out as yin and yang do, if I think of it as a circle, you know, we're kind of always moving in and out of the circle. We're not in a complete circle and each time we adjust we have a little bit of an ability to try to bring ourselves back in alignment yet always changing and that's what I love about this chapter this actually is the chapter that says hey it's okay that you're not in balance you're never going to be in balance this is not an end point you don't read this book and wow I'm enlightened whatever it is you want to define it as we are consistently a work in process that's what life is it's through change that we grow grow and learn and we're supposed to do that so I guess when I sit back and I say damn someone triggered me again and I get mad if I keep going back to that there's something I still need to get and it's not to beat myself up on because I'm processed and every now and then it gets triggered why is that that's a part of this bigger lesson when I'm triggered and I have a reaction that I'm saying geez that's not really my truth I know the truth of this so for me I'm also intrigued that balance and imbalance are the duality I mean that is so cool when you get to the awareness of that and that statement we say that you realize that it's natural for us to be out of balance that makes so much sense when you can align with that and that's where all the opportunities to learn and grow come from and then when you understand when you move to the different extremes that's when you start to harmonize and you reach harmony at this point it's part of the world we're talking about time we're talking about doing things differently and understanding balance from a different standpoint and once you start integrating of course you're going to go right into truth and awareness about the blue book of energy energetic invocations a book of vibrational change and energetic invocation series a book of vibrational change volumes 1 to 17 with process this and you know the last part of this is really about the book what our hopes are why we did it i guess what's the practical aspect of the book you know because we wrote the book because as we said, that there was a need that we had. We'd done a lot of research. We looked at a lot of things. We looked at the practical side of things. We looked at more the energetic side of things. We said this throughout different parts that we were trying to make sense of what made no sense. And, you know, you do all of this. And I guess the part that we're sharing is we read the book. We processed the book. We put the book together. And where are our lives? This isn't about us. It's actually taking all of this and bringing it into a practical sense. We've lived through all of this as we went through each part 
part of it, we can talk extensively because we experienced it. We experienced who I am. We went through our journey. We went into expertise. We, you know, we're still constantly, in some respects, defining expertise. Currency, that was a riot. Had a lot of fun with that one, let me we tell you. duped it out on that one. And, you know, at this point, I look back over this part of the journey, and I look at a lot of people who stepped in to play roles to help us define some of this. And, you know, we could get angry about it. We could be critical, you know, and I've gotten to a point where I can sit back and say, you know what, I have gratitude they were there. It doesn't mean I want them back there. It doesn't mean I need to go back now and tell them, oh, thank you for what you did. But I can move on to other places knowing that they were there to help us. And with that awareness of what we were processing and what we were doing, we took the lead in recognizing that it wasn't story, but there was something we were fleshing out. And these people were showing up, which was very cool, in different denominations and different characters. And we were taking the responsibility to own our own lives and our own progression through our lives and our own truth in our own lives to understand what was going on and to look for the truth of what was occurring rather than just the story and to play into drama. Sometimes it was very difficult. This is an amazing journey. And when you get through a lot of it, everything changes. But again, you know, we say, I think in the first chapter that you're going to reread many of these chapters. You're going to revisit the information because you're going to need to. Because now as you start working, you're going to need to go back and you're going to want to look at it again and revisit it because it's almost like going back and it's like being the fighter, right? You're out there and you have your trainer that you go back and he's like, all right, you're doing good. You know, you're doing okay. Yeah, you got beaten up a little bit. You got to get back out there though. Come on, you can do it. And I think that's worth saying because there are times that we went through it and I have to say, I'm like, what the heck? I've had it. I'm done. And I think I want to say that because nobody else says that. Everyone says, oh, it's easy. The answer's in you. And yes, that's all truth. But you're going to feel certain things and you're going to experience and people are going to tell you you're wrong and people are going to tell you you don't fit in until you finally embrace That's true. I don't fit in. Nobody fits in. No one's meant to fit in. We're all meant to be individuals. And if we're all individuals, this place becomes a beautiful place place and there's no bullying there's no lack and if you can embrace that you don't fit in you understand you're a greater part of something and that's okay you know when we're talking about what do we want to say I think that's it you're not supposed to fit in and all these things are people saying to you you're supposed to fit in you're because you're supposed to be the one that we're gonna you know bully or you're gonna be the one that we're gonna tell you this is who you are and you're responsible for doing this and we have expectations of you and I'm here to tell you you're not supposed to fit in and that does not excuse you from having inappropriate behavior towards another person. That doesn't mean you can lash out. What that means is you don't use your energy to lash out at another person or upon yourself. You take that and you empower yourself to say, that's right. I don't fit in. I am supposed to be who I am and I am going to embrace it. And it's about time that there was the expression that it's okay if you don't fit in. It's not this constant struggle to fit in and change for what other people want. So I go, and that's not your truth. Not only is it okay not to fit in, I'm telling you, you are not supposed to fit in. That is not for your highest and best, nor is it for the benefit of this planet 
or your fellow human beings. So, you know, with that said, you want to backpedal a little bit and get to the truth of the fact that you have to work to that truth for yourself. Okay, we're not telling you as gurus, we're not telling you because we know the way it is. We're telling you because guess what? We went through the process of this book. We could have just done it and not written a book. Right. We wouldn't have known anything about this. We wouldn't have shared anything. Instead, I like to write. We have great conversations together. You know, we documented stuff. We looked at the science. We looked at all the path of what we went through. And it was the kind of thing that we wanted to read that would help us process what we were going through. And there are times I open it up and reflect on things. At this point, the important thing is that you're not supposed to fit in. You're meant to be who you are. Let Get rid of all the expectations and obligations that people have thrown upon you. However, you are still responsible for what you say and what you do. This is not a calling card to say, hey, I can go and tell people off or I can go after yeah. someone and yell at them or anything. That is, once again, you haven't done the work. But you take that energy and you use it to empower who you really are. And if everybody did that, I want to see other people empowered, strong, powerful, doing things. Because there are so many people out there that can do things I can't do. I find fascinating the talents of people. And if you don't go with your talent, but you fit in or you take what you can do and you mold it to something that is acceptable, then I think things are lost. I think when you take what you said before and you bring that into an environment and a space, it changes everything. It changes everything. When it's not a whole bunch of people just trying to fit in to what? It creates a whole different space of cool individuality with all the things that you stressed about not going to the bad extreme of it, but going to the empowering extreme of it. So understand you're a greater part of something and we wish you well on your journey. Have fun. Have fun. Thank you for listening to this production from EI Alliance. Check out our Amazon authors pages for books and podcasts. Find New Threads music and their latest album on iTunes, Spotify, and newthreads.us.